I love the um, the thing you put up on your stories tonight. Very cool. That, the thwacker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Andy. How did you come up I, with that idea? Well, I'd seen them. Like the people in China are making them, and so I've I've been drawing right. them for like the last two weeks or so. Um, and then Andy Ah Bespoke uh, messaged me saying, "Look, um, what the people in China are doing. Have you seen this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was literally about to do one." So we both kind of rushed out and done one today. <laughs> like he made one out of that uh, GPS stuff. I'm gonna send this to you. Hold on. Where is it? Where's our fucking group at? Oh, there it is. Right here. There you go. Got it with me. What does it do? Uh, you can put your hand in it like that, and you can open doors and because it's ah, copper. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That'll actually register on your mobile phone as well, and so you can use it for keys, like "Don't touch me, you dirty pig." You know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I say it's not my idea. A lot of them, a lot of people are making them in different styles now, but that's kind of what I came up with anyway. Hmm. Kirsty. If you're in the pub, like, and you go to the urinal, could you use that as well? For zoop? Oh, right. I thought you meant for punching <laughs> someone in the back of the head. You could, yes, you could, yeah. I just, I, I sent you a screenshot there. You should have a look at it. Oh, yeah, I've got it. That's amazing technology, isn't it? It's a screenshot of our conversation. Okay. I'll have a look later. What? You muted me, you fuck. Read it later. It's from it's from the start of April. Read it later. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> what is it? This is a conversation that we've had. I don't know. Re- reliving uh, the same again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Welcome to Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm the fucking In 2019, a small team of makers escaped from a maximum security psychiatric facility so they could do things their way. Now, these makers have created a podcast to help you do things your way. This is that podcast. How are you? And welcome to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I am Alan Scandal from Wooden Tournament by Alan Scandal. And this week, my co-hosts are Johnny Allen from Bespoke Bloke Designs and Nate Wilshire from Simply Art. Nate, you showed up, Woo-hoo! lads. <laughs> 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 nice to see us both on my screen again. Yay. Reunited and very much in love. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. There he is. He's all right, yeah. Surviving. Yeah. Uh, that's all well. we're doing. <laughs> um, so what have you been up to, Nate? Um, don't know. <laughs> I was just saying, it's like Groundhog Day. Um, I've been uh, focusing on family primarily um, because it is it's my bag now to run the house. I am a house husband, and I'm like a fit one as well. So much in demand. Um, As you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I've been, I've been keeping the workshop time ticking over, but really prioritising family. Uh, it's my anniversary today, my wedding anniversary. So. Oh, happy, <laughs> anniversary. Oh, no. happy anniversary. Happy 
happy anniversary. Good day. Just the little uh, look, don't ask me how many years. I don't even know what day of the week it is. Roughly, are you less than 10, more than 10? Uh, roughly 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, happy anniversary to me and my lovely wife. Um, in terms of baking and stuff, uh, I've been baking mostly. Like every, every other day is baking day in my house at the moment, which is great. Um, I did a scribe raffle today for um, a wicked groovy new scribe concept that I came up with. Um, and <laughs> to my absolute, like, absolute, uh, what did you say? Like, my, I was overjoyed that Sharky won it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, he fucking wins he, everything. Well, I don't know, man. He's he's come in at every raffle and bought two tickets for pretty much every raffle yeah. I've done. I was Same like, mine. please let him win. And I was yeah. like, oh, I really just deserve it because he's just so supportive. And um, yeah. yeah, and he came up and like my little boy picked, uh, picked him out of the ammo can as well, which uh, which was lovely. Um, if anyone could be bothered to see my live, which you probably can't by now. Um, what else? Oh, I played with some leather, which was good. Um, carving leather and dyeing leather, and I made a card wallet, um, which was really cool, based on the artwork of Prickly Sauce. Give him a mention, a shout out. Which, yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, no, he loves it. Um, and um, that was about it, really. Uh, I've done. I'm halfway through a batch of scribes. Uh, I've made a little <laughs> screwdriver. Um, in the in the style of those um, decision making scribes, which I haven't revealed yet, uh, and that's about it really. I've just been taking it nice and slow, and yeah, chilling. Good talk. Sounds like a busy but relaxed-ish week. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, what have you been up to, oh, mate? Fuck all, really, man. Minor babies working. Um, yeah, do you know the only little job that I got done in the workshop was Saturday. I made um, just a little jig to stop my blades warping, or if they do warp, that I can straighten them. Uh, basically, nothing fancy. I drilled two holes in two pieces of aluminium, and I have two bolts, one either side. Now, they're offset, so that when I put a blade in, uh, one of the bolts is on one side of the handle, and the other bolt is the opposite side of the tip of the blade. So it gives equal pressure. Um, but they're long enough that I can do a full blade, um, the blade part, not the handle, and I can fit them in my oven. So the plan is, if I take if I take a blade out of the out of the quench and it's warped, I can before they cool down, I can stick them into that oh, and right. tighten them up because um, they're thick; they're an inch thick aluminium. But it'll also help cool them, and and hopefully the plan is to straighten them. But I need to enlarge the holes, and I'm going to change my bolts so that I can actually tighten them with the um, with a cordless drill or an impact driver, um, so it's faster and it'll it'll give a nice tight pinch, you know. Yes. Um, outside of that, the only other little thing that I that I want to announce you you'll hear it here first, people. Um, I got a break of news. I got a partnership with uh, Dremel. So I'm going to be, um, why are you shaking your head? No reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I'm, I've signed the contract with them and, um, 
I've got, I can't disclose how much I was given, but it's a substantial amount. Um, so I've ordered some awesome tools. They should be here by the end of the week. That's deadly. Yeah. Never played you. See, I'm a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't hit the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of fucked up, though. I, I When I... When I was thinking about it originally, I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll order five. I'll order. Sorry, I'll order order a certain amount of uh, money worth of equipment, and I'll keep another amount. I basically ordered like pretty much all of it straight away, which I hope I haven't made a mistake, but I couldn't help it. I wanted all the tools, um, and I pretty much got all the tools. So I pretty much have everything that they do really and all the accessories so there's going to be awesome stuff coming out That'd be cool, yeah. i'm going to try to get into a bit more engraving on my my knives and it's definitely going to help my file work and stuff so yeah you okay man congratulations thanks man <laughs> you need to go to the toilet really happy for you <laughs> I just realized no matter how much I shout, she's not going to hear me through your earphones. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the podcast. <laughs> that, was, that, was, um, that was Austin, my son. He's come down for some toast and he's, he's, he can hear you clearly. But you can't okay. hear him. Or the other way around. Yeah, the other way around. Oh, yeah, well done, mate. Um, nice. The, the reason why I'm showing my bottom lip is because I contacted Dremel and... Basically, got a big fuck you. Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. Should have told I just thought they was... they've, they've been chasing huh? me for months, and I just gave oh, in. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm boring. I sent them. Um, I sent them an email, and I was chatting. I was chatting a bit with the the guy, the man, and um, yeah, he said he was. Is it Andrew. He... Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was to Andrew. So he had a look through my feed and he came back and said, "Yeah, they'd love to." So, um, yeah. So I can't, I can't actually discuss how much I got, and I can't discuss um, what's entailed in the what I have to do and stuff. But it's, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. So oh, fair play. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, fair play. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Dremel have been sponsoring loads of amazing makers like, yeah and, and absolutely hats off as a company like hats off you know, you know it's, no, one, it's, no one's giving away a damn thing right now and dremel seems to be supporting the making community like a thing yeah. which is just incredible yeah. they um i didn't realize until i actually spoke to to andrew um he put me in touch well he didn't put me in touch with them but he pointed out a few guys there's another knife maker uh gemini bespoke knives Oh yeah, it's amazing. He's yeah. in a partnership with them, but there's a lot of people actually in partnership with them that I didn't realize. I, I just never paid attention. You know, yeah. that's M kind of me anyway. Like. MG makes. Yeah. Um, Andy AH bespoke. Yeah. Uh, God, let me think. I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but there's like Man, know, Man I, Cave Makings. Is he? Is he? Or did he just buy his own? I don't know. Um, but you know what? They're be, they're like they've been very helpful. Like I I was on to them and I was kind of going through a few ideas for projects that I have and stuff 
um, and he was able to tell me first one of the ideas nobody has done it and the best accessories would say to do it mm. so that should be interesting because I don't I don't have for, for I'm not going to go on about what it is but because I'm constantly giving over ideas to people and you know I need to keep some myself so um, but what it is is something that no one else is doing but I don't have any equipment to, to even attempt it myself so basically with the Dremel I can do it all you know uh, and I ordered their their cool little buffer thing as well, the the Versa, oh, cool. just to see just to see how that would do with um, buffing up handles and stuff, you know. Wouldn't know. So, what model Dremel did you actually order? Did you get the four thousand or the? I got the. That's their older model. He he was going to give me that, but I said I'd wait out till it's either June or July when the forty three hundred would be out. All right, yeah, I've seen it. it. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to hold off. I won't have that until June or July. Um, I'm going to get the 40 flex. Yes. The Versa. Yeah. And there is it 8200 or 8300 cordless? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's the beefy cordless one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah. there. Because I'm, look, I'm looking at literally buying well, the 4000 now because um, I, I need a flexi drive. Yeah. Of some, some description because you know, mine's dead. And, yeah. Well, the 40 flex. So, you know what? That really showed it to me because it's got a pedal operated. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I like that. It, I like the idea it's, of that. It's, it's professional. It's, it's professional brake kit. You know, it's, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, I'm not a huge fan of clamping stuff down, as you've probably realised. I tend to hold things. I like to hold things in my hands. Old finger clamps. Yeah, so I can hold the knife in one hand, and I can hold the the um, the flex in, in my other hand, and I can turn it on and off without losing a finger with my foot but yeah so hopefully I'll have the stuff by the end of the week uh, I will do a giveaway and I will give away a Dremel at some point uh, not right now but maybe in a month so. fantastic I'll uh, send over my email address and um, all my details <laughs> and if Dremel are listening if they ever go down the line of making lades just get in touch with me I'm yeah. right here yeah absolutely <laughs> I will say it's I didn't realise until he had been in touch with me and until I was looking through the contract, I didn't realise that Dremel is owned by Bosch. Yes, yeah, yeah. That surprised me. Um so the other thing that surprised me is they don't do a mill. Because <laughs> that was the first thing that I searched to see if I could get a mill, but they don't do one. So mm. Dremel sorted out. We could make ourselves a a nice mill. Desktop mill. You could just get one of them moving tables and have some way to mount your Dremel. Make yeah, there's, there's, there is videos. There is videos of it, yeah. Guys have done it, but... We shall see. Sweet up. Okay. Well, that's great. It was fair play to you. Um, yeah. Me, this week, I, I was working... Um, pretty much since we were last talking. Um, I, I only finished the other morning. And I, I was saying to you that I've, I've been doing a lot of heavy maintenance lately. I haven't been doing so much exams. So mm. it was kind of, um, I was doing a lot of jobs that I haven't ever done, um, like changing uh, air conditioning units and stuff like that. And lots of heavy work, drive shafts, all that kind of thing. And I was physically broken after the last shift like every day 
I was doing heavy work and um, yeah, it, it was just, it was a very long shift and I felt exhausted after it and I have I'm two days after it now and I still haven't recuperated. Um, and I've been feeling a little bit blue. Um, I don't know, is it the whole lockdown thing or what? I've just been feeling a little bit depressed. So uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. Something's not right in my fucking head, and I just mm. taken a break. I haven't really even been on social media or anything like that. Just you know, I'm not hold really at the minute. Um, yeah. But I know it's one of them things that'll just pass. You know. Um, I think everybody's what, feeling it, Matt. I think. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. You know. I, I know I'm not alone on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the fucking. The power went in the house yesterday and we couldn't fucking get in touch with anyone to fucking come and, and have a look yeah. at it. And I think that's what really triggered it off because I was going around like a fucking demon trying to fucking sort it out then. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of them fucking things. So, but, ah, I'll get over it, you know. I, I'm not, uh, it's not it's a, bothering it's okay. It's okay to feel, it's okay to feel down. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something you... It's better if you accept it and go. You know what? I, I do feel shit, and yeah. and actually start to realize it and and think of ways you can move yourself out of it. And whatever that is, like look after yourself, like take some time out, what, whatever you need to do, I'll do it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's rather than bury it. I think for me, I I think it, when I feel like that, it's harder for other people because I start getting a bit touchy. I start taking things personally. Yeah, yeah. And when people are tired and when people are under pressure and stuff like that, if someone makes a comment, which normally I'm very, 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 very thick-skinned, I don't give a fuck. But when you're feeling a bit down and you're feeling you're not yourself, I, I can take it a little bit personally, and then I tend to lash out. And that's when people get told where to go and you know mm. how they can fuck themselves. Um, so I, I think. When I'm feeling like that, it's other people kind of suffer a little bit more than I do. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. You know, because um, normally I don't give a fuck. Someone could say anything to me, I really don't care. Like I take things more personal that are said to friends of mine. You know, I, if if someone is bad mouthing someone I know or something like that, I'll take that personal. Whereas I don't care what you say about me. Fuck you. Do you know. I'll, I'll, I'll look at, I mean, talking to you, pair of cunts anyway, should cheer me up a little bit. Maybe not. Not, might make not, not if we're depressed as well. We'll probably make it fucking worse. <laughs> I'm not depressed. Al will be trying uh, to fucking hang himself with his seatbelt by the end of this fucking show. <laughs> well, incidentally, Johnny, Al was taking the piss out of me earlier. Like, rotten, while you weren't there. You, you know, probably felt, deserved it, though, did you? No, but it made me feel bad and, and, and sad <laughs> and must have made a shed a tear. It's okay. It's okay, mate. I let it that out. <laughs> if it's edited it out, it never happened. But I, I did I did actually get to make one thing through the week with a little help from Nate. Um, I made some sourdough starter. Um, so yeah, I've kind of just about got that ready. So I'll be going making some bread if I can get my hands on some flour. Can I? Yeah. Have you seen Aldi or selling the big twenty five kg bags of it? No. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see something about that. Yeah. A mate of mine messaged me and he said, because I told him I was going to Ali, and he said, if you see a, a bag of flour, he said, I went into mine and there's none there. So I said, yeah. So I rang him and I said, listen, there's a fucking pallet load of 25 kg bags here if you want one. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, yeah, get me one. So I got him one. But 
Well, I, I reckon they've stopped selling the small bags and now they're just selling the big ones. Yeah, and the reason being is the wholesalers now, because they haven't got any outlets, like the, the pubs, the restaurants, they're not taking yeah. anything. Now the wholesalers going, well, fuck me. We've got shitloads of stock, stock to move. Help. And I'm on my yeah. second 16-kilogram bag of flour baking. Can I make a confession, though? Uh, yeah. um, all the, the baking and, and food videos that people are putting out, especially on Instagram, it's it's kind of up there now with the whole coffee thing for me. Well, it's hip, just hipster bullshit. It's just, you know what? Like, if I see another con- making a cup of coffee, like, I get it. I know how to make a cup of coffee. You put the cup into the machine, you put in the little thing, and you press the fucking button. Start, like, I don't need to see that. 30 times a day. Yeah, but you can't make a love heart in your coffee like no. I can. No, I can't. I drink it. That's it. It, it, keeps, <laughs> it keeps other people alive, the fact that I have fucking five or six coffees a day. Uh, trust that's, me, man. That's I'm, for I'm, everybody I'm, else. I'm all up for a fucking a bunch of instant in a mug and like having that. <laughs> oh, no, I can't um, drink instant. That's just like fucking dog bowl water. I can't. So you yeah. have got a bit of hipster in you. No, it's called a touch of class, Nate. It's a touch of class. Is that what it is? <laughs> the touch of something. <laughs> or maybe I had someone that was classy in that. at some point. I don't know. That was making central. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, boys, will we hit up a few questions? Do, yeah, but I'm going to be very uh, About fucking time. <laughs> um... There was two questions on last week's questions list, but we had already recorded, so I put them on this week's. Um, first one's from Lindsay Creative. Nate's been rubbing it in our faces with how amazing his sourdough bakes are going. It reminded me of a time, excuse me, it reminded of a time when I made yeast rolls for Thanksgiving dinner. They were hard as rocks and nobody ate them, including me. What's the worst meal you've cooked or baked? And also, did you blame yourself or the recipe? I might need a minute. Hang on. I know uh, my. I know. Yeah, go on. Too. Yeah, I've got one. Go on now. Um, when we were our first kids, the um, we were going overdue. I think like what? Jesus, were we three weeks or something overdue? Um, it was just unfortunate the way the dates fell. It was Good Friday weekend over here and ended up going to three weeks. But I had read about these um, spicy biscuits that were supposed to <laughs> help get the baby out. And they were like cayenne pepper biscuits. Mm-hmm. Basically like a ginger nut, but with cayenne pepper. Like Jesus spicy. Christ. Spicy but sweet. And yeah, I made a fucking big, massive batch of these things. They were fucking awful. They were disgusting. And they'd make you cry. They were so spicy. <laughs> like, you can have them with a cup of tea. Why the Well, I'm sure I had to try them. I made them, didn't I? <laughs> Show support. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't fucking work, so. <laughs> what about you guys? My worst meal I think I've ever made was um, I was trying to impress my my wife um, as like a relatively like fresh relationship. She was vegetarian. I, I came from a, a household where if it wasn't meat in the and me- on the menu, then they they thought you were like from some strange foreign land and that's should just, be shot. That's just normal, mate. You could just say I'm, I'm from a normal <laughs> household. But I, I cooked. <laughs> I cooked her um, 
one of the first things I really ever cooked, and that was a that was a a pasta meal with Dolmio sauce, but Dolmio sauce had had pepperoni in it, and I, at the time I didn't even know what pepperoni was. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> idiot. So yeah, it was an absolute disaster and best meal I've ever cooked in my entire life. Yeah, that, that'd be that. Um, mine was barbecue. My first time doing a barbecue. I will. I, I. I don't know. I must have been around twenty, maybe twenty-one. And I remember, um, I breaded the chicken for some reason before I put it on the barbecue. So okay. the outside was jet black, like fucking jet black, like coal, like your hair, and the inside was raw, <laughs> raw as fuck. Um, yeah, so out of pure like spice, after I told my mates, no, no, it's perfect, <laughs> uh, to the point that I was trying to chew it, and it was so raw, it, it was so fucking chewy, it just totally hadn't cooked. Yeah, and I was really sick after it. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh. that's that's stuck out with me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we all had the shits. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Do you need to go to the toilet now just thinking about that? No, I'm okay. I've learned to cook since and I actually I'm not a bad cook now, but just I just and it was one of those things I did no looking into it, hadn't a fucking notion what I was doing and figured I'll bread the chicken and fuck it in the barbecue. Yeah. Rookie mistake. Five. Um we sort of have a compliment on the question next. Um, Irish Woodchick, I just spent the last two weeks binging the podcast, and I can honestly say <laughs> studying for the Leave and Cert Irish Orals was less of a burden on my ears. Thanks for all the lols. My favourite is the Dog Nuts episode. How is that a compliment? She's slating the balls off us. It's sort of a sideways compliment, isn't it? <laughs> so anyway, she goes on to a question then. Her question is, if you had a project that you were struggling with, would you seek advice from the people in your local hardware store? Hell no. What do you think I'm friends with you lot for? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fucking you know idiots. Can tell they're assholes from elbows. Yeah, a lot of times they're assholes. They know very little. And the very little that they know, they're the kind of assholes that will preach the little bit that they know. And then they'll treat you like you're stupid if, if they don't know the answer. So, yeah, no. No, unless... Yeah. unless they're at, at it for fucking 50 years and, you know, they actually do know what they're that, talking about. That's but. what I was going to say. The old school hardware stores would actually yeah. help. You. Like if, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you were going with like a plumbing problem and you had this fitting and you needed to go to some other size, they would help you out in the older ones. Now you're just fucked, you know. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get they any lad, lad working on woodies that know what to do. Yeah, like they don't pay, you see, so... Yeah. Like all, all that's going to be working there a lot of the time is is younger people because mm. they pay shit and they don't have the experience or the knowledge. You know they might they might get lucky. You might get lucky and pick one. Like realistically, they should have people. Like if you go in there, you could you know if you ask someone for help, they'll just page someone. Like they should have fucking you know Bob working on the paints because he's shit hot with paint and they should have fucking Mary working with the 
the fixings because she should have the fixings. You know, they should have it kind of done that way. If you know what you're talking about with a certain area, have that as your area. You know, yeah, and you yeah. should know it inside out. Uh, but they don't. You're kind of, from what I can see, someone that works in B&Q or Woody's or even the co-ops, you know, these, these smaller outfit hardware stores, they don't they don't really know. You know? Mm. You're better off to go on Instagram and fucking ask them or torment your mates. So I got Jamie Reader for Jamie and, and um, Casey Max. I fucking torment the bejesus out of them with, with electrical questions. You know? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, next one's John Williams. Uh, what food is going on your perfect barbecue? Breaded chicken. Not breaded chicken, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, personally, it's chicken with bread on it. Chicken? Uh, with bread on it. I thought you were a vegetarian. I'm yeah. joking. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Christ. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say halloumi, but I'm not actually that into it. But um, it is great on a barbecue, halloumi. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I barbecue up a load of vegetables and corn sausages. Like, really make a meal out of it. Like, sweet corn on a barbecue is like food of the gods, surely. Like, there isn't a single man on the really fucking that. Genoa veggies are really good on a barbecue is asparagus. Oh, yeah. No, it's really talking. fucking good. I think uh, I've got this one plant. That I go for a dog walk and there's a wild asparagus plant. And every sort of three or four days, I'll go on this half half mile dog walk to go to this plant and I'll pick three or four bits of asparagus and bring them back. And it's just like it's free food. Wow. It's it's unbelievably good. <clears throat> like I think asparagus has got to be way up there. Yeah, it does. a good shout. Good stuff. Uh, I, I, on my one, I'd have to have like nice, good quality sausages um, and corn, uh, like definitely corn. Mm. Um, I did a cool thing before with um, potatoes. Um, I kind of diced them and parboiled them, and then I stuck them in tin foil with oh, yeah. oh, honey yeah. and uh, um, you know, a couple of different spices and then just wrapped up and chucked them on the barbecue and leave them just sitting on the edge as you're cooking everything else. Oh, they were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous. People like, um, people roast. take a barbecue at face value and they're like, oh, okay, it's just for cooking like burgers and sausages. And, but just diversify a little bit. Like think outside yeah. the box. Buy yourself a Dutch oven and dig a hole in your garden and light a fire, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's I so did many um, ways of barbecuing and like outdoor think, cooking. It's, it's amazing. I'm a massive fan. I think I mentioned it before. I did a, a pig on a spit. Um, only it wasn't quite on a spit. But to be honest with you, if like, you know, to actually do it, you need very little. I, I made my own. It was like a, a H frame. Mm. Um, two two H frames that I clamped the pig between them. Um. But I was dealing with a hundred pound pig. It was a big fucking beast of a pig. And I fed nearly 90 people, you know. Yeah. So, like, you can buy suckling pigs and small pigs and stuff. Um, you didn't bread the pig, did you? No. <laughs> I, had, I had learned my lesson at this stage. Um, but the thing is, if you did something like that, if you did, like, a suckling pig or something like that, like, you could feed an awful lot of people with very little because you don't need everything else. You don't need the burgers and sausages and all that kind of stuff. You know, a couple of buns and some 
veggies and you're sorted, you know. Do you know what I say in the other day on Facebook? Do you know the way these videos will pop up? This looked delicious. It's actually not something you'd barbecue, but um, <clears throat> onion rings. But there were cheesy onion rings. Oh. So when you slice the onion, pop out one of the rings out of the center and put mozzarella in where that ring was and kind of sandwich it back in between the two rings. Oh, Stick them in enough. the Stick them in the freezer for an hour and then bread them and then deep fat fry them. Oh man, it looked gorgeous when they broke it apart and the cheese just melted inside it. That, that just sounds like a heart attack went to happen though for me. I couldn't. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Is it that I've gotten older or I'm paranoid? Because like we've a bad we've bad hearts on my dad's side, but I'm so paranoid about deep fried food. Um, and cheese is a big one that whenever I'm eating cheese, I'm always there thinking, oh, I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack. Yeah, but cheese is life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, next one's from John Williams. What's more important in your workshop, a dust extractor or a nice stereo? Dust extractor for me. Stereo for me. I don't have a dust extractor and such. Oh, I don't either. I'm just saying that's if I could if I could choose one or the other, it'd be dust extractor. Stereo. I just open the fucking door. I talk to myself enough that I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I've got like I've got three Ryobi radios and my Isotunes headset and my phone. So and only one dust extractor. So no two dust extractors. So I'd say stereo. See, I use the the I use these actually these earphones, these earbuds. I use these and I use my um, ear protectors like the ones Nate's wearing. They're old huh. uh, clay pigeon ones. It's cover, and I have my ear, my earbuds under them. And because everything I'm using is so fucking noisy that I'm not going to hear a radio. Like, so depends on your workshop, I suppose. What are exactly? Yeah, exactly. Uh, next one's from <clears throat> Harry A. Simstad. I hope I pronounced that right. Terrier. Where Just is Terrier? Ter- yeah, Terrier. You're like Terrier. It's a knee at the end. <laughs> when is Johnny? Some big fucking Viking dude. Yeah. <laughs> when is Johnny going to stop watching my hairy feet while I sleep in the forest? I find that a bit creepy and a tad bit exciting. <laughs> well, let me tell you. He's obsessed by feet. It's not my fault that you have these fucking size twenty five fucking feet, right? Mm-hmm. With like. Pretty much full heads of hair on each toe. <laughs> Eight toes on each foot. Like, like a giant hobbit. Know. Yeah. it's how, how creepy do you think it is for me to come across these things? Not literally, uh, by the way. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> he knows I love him, really. He likes the excitement. I shake I shake the bush just so he knows I'm there. And he gets, you know, you can see he loves it. He starts playing up. No, no, that's stop now. Uh, he on. does. He starts playing up to it. Shake I just give the bu- give bush. the bush a little shake. And no, stop that! I'm getting awful images. Dropping his pen and stuff. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> awful. seventy four commented, "How many podcasts questions do someone need to ask before winning one of Nate's raffles?" Uh, well, you didn't win this one, so suck it. <laughs> Long term listener, Shark Attack won this one. So I'll see you in uh, yeah. around about episode 80, mate. 
And the other answer to that is none, because I don't ask any questions. I've won one, and I'm penciled in to win about four more. So uh, I'm also penciled in for a big, long blowjob next time I see you, so let's, have, let's talk about that later. Uh, I don't want to watch you getting a blowjob, man. This is <laughs> not, that's not my list. Sorry. Come on. Um, another Woodshop 74. You have 10 minutes to live. Um, what do you and what will be your last words? Scrub my hard drive. <laughs> Avenge my death. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no good luck. No. <laughs> no, no good luck. Good luck is kind of like I'll see you next time. It's just fucky. My dad, my dad had a, a good one. Uh, my dad said to me one time that he wants to be cremated, and I was like, okay, bit fucking morbid. Like I was about sixteen at the time, and he said, I want you because where I'm from is it's tourist town, and the beach gets really fucking busy during the summer. Like you can't fucking move. So he said, what I want you to do is I want you to cremate me and then come down the beach with my ashes. And I, I was there thinking, ah, oh, that's nice. You know, spread his ashes in, on the beach in the sea and that kind of thing. And he said, it has to be like a bank holiday weekend in the middle of the summer when the beach is thronged and a nice, a nice windy day. And I want you to fuck my ashes up into the air. I was like, what? And he said, yeah, I want to get up as many people's fucking noses as possible on the way out. <laughs> you can get a leaf blower and like flick yeah. it the other way and just go have it I know because like my dad takes a person when people use the beach it fucks them off like do you know <laughs> really yeah totally Most, uh, do you know what a lot of locals are like that actually they, they get pissed off because people are on their beach so they just want it for themselves <laughs> just, just like the Cornish fucking people <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, 74 asked another one if you were Top Gear presenters who would you be James, Jeremy or Richard well none of them because they don't present Top Gear no fuck them I'd be Matt DeBlanc <laughs> I, I don't even know who presents it now I, I was I like the original friends Jeremy, oh yeah. that fucking spastic no uh, he is a spastic but he's better than that fucking asshole that was in charge last time Jeremy Clarkson yeah that guy that's totally me <laughs> this is why we get along just so well. And I think I'd be James. If I had to, yeah, if, if I if I had to call it, I would have said that I'd be Jeremy, Al would be James May, and you'd be uh, Richard Hammond. Fuck off, a little, little <laughs> And that's not that's not being sizest. This is. I'd be Matt Blanc um, because it makes me feel like I'm lost in space. There you go. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. <laughs> I know, but it's the closest thing I can like. The series wasn't bad. Oh, the, the old school series. series like, no, the new, the oh, new yeah. series. That's okay, not bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. The robot was cool. <clears throat> robot was very cool. I want a robot. I want one. We have one. We have Shark Attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, hang on. Of. Do you know what? Speaking of, right? Hang on a minute. What in the name of suffering Jesus was Kev doing on his stories last week? He's working out. He's working out in the, the shortest fucking short shorts. And I, like, I was worried. I was going to go peek his chat. He was, was doing these fucking lunges and squats and dancing around like fucking 
Do you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember that that craze that took off in Ireland there a couple of years ago? No, 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 no. The line dancing. That's what it fucking reminded me of. Was that crazy? Line dancing. Just like I don't know. I reckon he was fucking snorting something he shouldn't be snorting. From Somerset going, fucking crazy. 10,000 years of line dancing, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I thought he was after losing it anyway. I thought he was going to turn into a boxer. Anyway, speaking of... Here's a shark attack. <laughs> found a new pet hate during lockdown, painting fucking skirting boards. Have any of you found a new joy during lockdown? Um. I, well, I haven't been doing a whole heap, so no. <laughs> um, no, just the um, just the uh, no, not really. No, no, I haven't. No, I'm not. I'm not particularly hating on anything. Um, cleaning. Yeah. I, yeah. I and this is coming from someone. I would be probably the cleaner of more than average. I I'd be more than average clean because I tend to clean a lot because I have issues with it and I'm shit sick of cleaning I'm shit sick of spraying stuff down with antibacterial spray and I'm shit sick of cleaning the same thing every day over and over it's getting old you're supposed to clean that every day Johnny <laughs> <laughs> basic hygiene you know, I got to the point my hands were red raw and I thought you know what this isn't helping anybody like stop fucking washing your hands god damn it well, um, I do that anyway, and I use alcohol gel all the fucking time. Like, people probably were commenting about me at, at Maker Central, thinking I was being a bit rude. That's just the way I am. After I shake someone's hand, I use alcohol gel. That's oh, just nice. the way I am. Did you do that for me? I didn't even notice that. I do it for everybody, yeah. Oh, quite I, I, For years, I've had a little tub of alcohol gel in my pocket, and I use it all the time. Especially when I come out of bathrooms, because men are dirty cunts. Oh, that's very true. You didn't but, use it after you hugged Jimmy. Jimmy did. <laughs> Jimmy did. Um, but I'm just, I'm just, it's just the whole groundhog there. It's just going yeah, on too much. Yeah. You know, I'm walking around the fire station, cleaning door handles, cleaning seats, cleaning the handles of seats, and it's just every day. I'm just ugh, tired of it. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I'm doing that as well. Like, they got these, like, antibacterial wipes for wiping down surfaces. And, you know, when I'm going to have my lunch in the canteen, I'm wiping down the spot that I'm sitting in, even though it's pretty clean, but you, you just don't know. Yeah. Uh, wiping down the arms of the chairs and stuff like that when I'm sitting on them. And, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. It drags on. Well, I guess it's going to be the new reality, though, isn't it? I mean, I think so. I think so. It's the way... The way things are going to be from now on, I think. Right, next shark attack. Uh, I have hammer toes and split uvula. It looks like a little upside-down love heart at the back of my throat. And of you have hidden deformities. He's got a split vulva. Yeah, he split his vulva. Oh. Um, uvula. Vulva. No, it's his vulva, man. Okay. Begins with you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe this is why he's dancing so much. Or maybe that's how maybe that's how he split his vulva. Dancing. Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm perfect in every way, and that's that. Um, no, I don't think so. No, genuinely, uh, I'm double jointed in that, that little finger. Oh, I'm double jointed in my thumbs. Oh, that's it. Ugh. Oh God, that's gross. Don't. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> Oh my god! Right, no, stop it! No, I can't handle it. No, 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 stop that! Yeah, hide your hairy toes in future. Oh, this I is why hand it. clamps are so fucking handy because you can actually like twist your thumb around and get. Re- oh, like, Jesus no. Christ! Um, I can wiggle my ears. I can do that. That's good. That is a good skill. Uh, oh, look at it go! <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it too, it's but I've headset on, you can't see. <laughs> um, next shark attack. Other than seeing friends and family, is there anything you're looking forward to when things get back to some semblance of normality? What? Yeah, I want I, I want to see the sea. Uh, mm. I miss the ocean. I want to go and see the sea. I'm supposed to be in Greece now, like for an inc- all-inclusive week-long holiday like <clears throat> seriously i need to see the sea i'm so with you mate uh, like it's driving me mad do you know what i really fucking miss is restaurants and the cinema restaurants mm-hmm. we would have went for a meal maybe once a week once every week and a half two weeks that kind of way yeah. cinema we might have gone once a month but strangely they're the two things that i really miss mm. You know. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, it's a good shout though. I, well, all of those things, quite frankly, uh, I think the, the longer it goes on, the, the worse it's going to get. You, you're going to be like craving some some beach time. You're going to be craving going to the cinema and watching like the big screen stuff and craving the pub. You know what? It's really made me realise. Like I have, I have a couple of mates that moved to Australia, and one of them is right smack bang in the centre of Australia. And I remember him saying to me, no, he's over there fucking years, nearly 20 years. And I remember him saying to me that he, because we both grew up in the same town, right next to the sea. And I remember him saying that it it really bothered him. He hadn't seen the sea in years. And it really fucking bothered him, you know. Mm. But I can see now where he's, where he's coming from. This is only two months in, like, you know. I think, I think, like, we're drawn to the sea. I think people who yeah. live in land like they, they miss you know they miss yeah. something i mean I, I live in land and i wish before i'd settled down and had the kids and everything i wish i'd moved to the coast Just... you know the big thing that i that i noticed when i moved away from the sea was that the sea is really fucking loud yeah so when you're back you can hear the waves crashing and you can hear them running up along rocks and against cliffs and all that kind of stuff when you live there, you can't hear that anymore. You just no. get so used to it. It's just kind of in the back of your head somewhere that you can't really, you don't. You just don't notice it. Yeah, it's reassuring and it's soothing. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Right, boys, we're going to shelve the rest of them questions for next week's podcast. Um, Good, because the cunts are getting really lazy and they're not fucking doing their work. They're not putting in enough <laughs> questions. Yeah, you can Start it out. 
got nothing else to do, you bunch yeah. of lazy bastards. I think you have to fucking work around and you pricks. <laughs> I'll tell you what we should do, though. We should do an episode where we just ask each other questions. Like, just one. Oh. <laughs> what, one question? That'd be a short episode, what? <laughs> so, yeah, none of us would be talking after. No, like five each. Five each or something. Um, <clears throat> we going to do a few top tips then? Boy, sit down, shut up, and fucking listen. It's time for some fucking good tips from the boys. Yes. Right, have we all got a hot dog tip? No. No. I don't think one. I, go on, you go on. I, I'll think of something. <laughs> go on, Nate, then. Uh, top tip. Okay. Um, this came from a discussion that um, I saw from the, the, the Mayfair Makers thing that's going around. Um, Man Cave Makings uh, was the first one I saw this morning, and it was about uh, PPE. And was, he asked at the end of his post, has anyone got any tips on their PPE? <laughs> so I, I kind of gave it some thought. And I thought with your um, with your mask, with your uh, not respirable, um, yeah, with your dust mask, um, don't just have one. Have two or three. I've got I, personally, I've got three. I've got a Moldex um, dust mask, and the reason I've got three is so that I can cycle them and keep them clean. Because mm. so many people in the workshop will just at the end of the day chuck that dust mask on the side and it will sit there and all the dust will settle into it. And the first thing you do when you go into the, into the workshop is you, you blow in it, you go, Poof, and then you put it on. And it's just as bad as sitting by your jigsaw and going, yeah. it's just as bad. Like wash it out or at the end of the day, do you not put it got, in a bag? Uh, that's what I mean. Put it in a bag, yeah. put it or put it in a, a, um, an, air, an airtight, box and that's where it should live and, yeah. and that's my tip you know have a couple so you can wash one and keep you know keep them cycled and um keep it in a tight box and then it doesn't get contaminated and nasty at the very yeah. least like leave it mold side down so the yeah, dust yeah. is going to settle inside it you know well you can actually get really sick from it by just using the same mask over and over again yeah. and like breathing into it and then like it, it, it just creates so much bacteria with all that sort of that breath going in it and condensing and, and staying and it, it that can fuck you up and give you some nasty lung shit. So yeah, that's my top tip. Look after your respirator or your dust you know, mask or whatever it is you use. Do you know what? Don't fucking bother your balls buying disposable um, disposable masks because they aren't worth a oh, fuck. No. They're shit. No, they're crap. My Moldex one I think is like. I don't know. Uh, maximum, it's thirty quid, and and the refills you can buy them buy them in a box of ninety for like thirty quid or something as well, and that'll last you a year. So just just don't yeah. Have yeah. a look, find something that suits you, and just stick with it. That's fine. Good tip. Um, my one is about removing raw plugs from plaster. We had um this what would you call it it was like a curtain plinth thing around the front bay window um it's one of you know one of them things you pull the string and it all pulls the curtains draws the curtains back mm. but it would have had like frilly curtain bits going up to the ceiling on it um so yeah we pulled it down because it was ugly as fuck um 
but of course there was raw plugs left in the wall. Um, I only got some filler for it there the other day, so I went at them. And what I did was is I got a scrap bit of wood and I drilled a hole in it. And my idea was was to put a screw into the raw plug, put the bit of wood over the screw and pull it so it will leave the plaster behind. But gobsh, I here didn't realise that they were like uh, riv, riv nuts that they put in. So, you know, like a riv nut would be basically like a rivet that will spread behind it. Oh, yes. Have threads yeah. In it. Um, so, yeah. Um, so when I went and pulled this, the fucking plaster came because it was it was an aluminium fucking rivet. But of course, it was painted over. I just thought it was a fucking plastic thing. So, yeah, I made a balls of that. But... What I did then was I just drilled the heads off them and just fucking knocked them through into the fucking wall and then just filled them because it was easier. But it, w- it is a trick that works with just plastic uh, rivets if you don't want to pull the plaster off because um, the wood will actually just hold the plaster in place and allow the, the, the raw plug to come out. So that's my tip. Good one. Johnny! Fucking tip. Don't have a baby in the middle of um, a pandemic <laughs> with a lockdown because you'll have no time because family members can't get involved and help you. And um, yeah, it makes things very, very difficult. So there no you go. Doubt. Top tip. No doubt. Top tip. I noticed you're actually podcasting now completely in the darkness. Are you falling asleep there? <laughs> I'll be fine. Just mind your business. <laughs> you're not shaking that bush again are you <laughs> <laughs> oh. alright um, rant time bring on the rab for fuck's sake right, Nate have you got a rant for us got a rant uh, it's it's, um, it's the rant of the times uh, and it goes something like this Stay inside. No, I'm not sending my kids back to school. Fuck you, Boris. Um, you should know better because you nearly died from it. So, fuck you. And that's it. <coughs> the only thing I'd say there, Med, is you can't teach timber. It's a little saying my buddy had for years. You can't teach timber. And Boris very clearly seems to have a head that's full of timber. Yeah. with some of the harsh shit that he's spouting out um, but yeah I think you're dead right I wouldn't be sending my kids to school later say what mate um, <clears throat> think for yourselves uh, for fuck's sake think for yourselves and, and if not well Darwin will sort you yeah hopefully no. what I was going to say I know it sounds harsh but I, I do hope that Darwin will, will catch up with a few people because they're just being super fucking stupid and I hope they don't breathe because um, you know their kids are going to be super stupid as well you shouldn't you shouldn't need to wait for a politician to tell you what to do when, when you know something isn't right you know um, essentially nothing's changed so don't change leave it and ultimately I don't know leave it for as long as you need to who gives a fuck yeah Johnny, have you got one for us this week? No, just, just you know what? The only thing bothering me at the moment is just the lockdown. It's, it's, 
a necessity, but it's hard. It's yeah. super fucking tough. It's Groundhog Day. Um, like I was saying, we can't we can't get grannies or granddads or anything like that to give us a hand. So it's just on us all the time, all day, every day. Um, and it's hard because I'm at work. I'm working, so I need to pick up the slack when I come back to some degree as best I can. Um, but then, you know, it, it feels like I'm slacking because I'm getting a break at work. Uh, whereas under norm, normal circumstances, you know, you might have a granny or granddad or someone around who could just help out for a couple of hours during the day. And, you know, that makes all the difference. So, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I, I just, just like Nate says, I, I hope people, people aren't stupid. I hope they do what they're meant to do and they don't prolong things for everybody else, everyone like us that's actually doing what we're meant to be doing. Because that's all that's going to happen. If people fuck around, we're going to be back like this again in six months' time. Or, yeah. you know, and we're going to have to go through this all again. Um, yeah. I don't think I could do that again. Well, you know what? You know. We've got, um, I think we've got 30,000 deaths in the UK up to date. Um, yeah. Keep fucking around, we'll have another. And keep fucking around, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. do the same again. And until until the government realise that it ain't going nowhere, that you know, work from home, what's, do what you can. That's, what's the numbers in the states at the moment? Is it? Oh god, uh, don't listen to them because they'll be lying. Uh, oh it, yeah, it, but they're going to lie considerably down. Considerably higher. Yeah, it'll be considerably higher. Yeah. Is it 1.3 million cases? Yeah, it's like massive. That? Massive. It's fucking massive. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a third of the population of Ireland. And that's what they tell you. Because you, know? you guarantee half of that's on lockdown. Guaranteed. Anyway, what you have been said. Um, my one is sort of sideways to do with lockdown as well. Um, we were at home yesterday, and the wife plugged in the Hoover, and it tripped out the breaker for the sockets. So I knocked it back on again. She turned it back on again, and tripped out the breaker again. So I was like, oh, fuck, there must be something wrong with the Hoover. And of course, you know, we don't have time to look at it because we have to watch the kids and all that. So um, she just said, ah, sure, I'll just sweep the floor instead. So she swept the floor, then ding, went down again. And I was like, fuck, there's something else wrong here now. So I had knocked it back on um, and it stayed, it seemed to stay on. So I was like, happy days. I had to go off up to get... um, I get that plaster for the job I was doing. So I got that and she texted me and said, it's gone again. So I came home. I unplugged everything that I could think of. Um, just leaving essentials in like the fridge and stuff like that. And it still kept knocking off. I was like, I hear there's something fucking after going completely haywire here now. Like, cause the fridge is brand spanking new. The dishwasher is brand spanking new and everything else was unplugged. I was like, you know, it's something wrong with the fucking fridge now. I unplugged the fridge, knocked it on, and it stayed on again. And I was like, fuck, it's definitely the fridge. And of course, we had just got a full fucking week shop in. Oh, so the my. fridge was full. And I was like, bollocks, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm trying to get in touch with an electrician, you know, but this is now after five o'clock. And not only after five o'clock, it's during fucking lockdown. You can't fucking get anyone. Like, right. and I'm not massively, you know, up there with electrical kind of stuff. So it just dawned on me that the washing machine 
is making an awful racket. It was we inherited with with the house, um. So and I had problems with the washing machine already, as I said before, when it flooded the fucking place. So it sounds like when it's running, it sounds like the Grand National is running through the utility room. So I pulled out the washing machine, and there's a rusty puddle underneath where it was. I unplugged the washing machine, but I had to pull out the dryer to get to the plug to do that. And I switched the switch back on, and lo and behold, it stayed on, and it stayed on since. So it was the fucking washing machine. Um, But, yeah, it's just... My rant is more so about that even during these shitty times, we still need somebody to help us in the house when shit mm-hmm. goes wrong sometimes. Because electrical-wise, you know, if it was a fucking leak in a pipe, yeah, I, I could fix it. But electrical-wise, it's way above my fucking head. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, if, if everything has been thought of, if, if shit goes wrong in someone's house, how the fuck are you supposed to get it fixed? Yeah. Um, and that's coming from someone who has a trade, do you know, uh, people who don't have a trade who wouldn't know a fucking arse end of a hammer from the top end. What the but look, fuck? at least it wasn't the fridge. Like our fridge went, I think about two years ago now, and you could be waiting a month for a fridge. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, but luckily enough, we got onto a place and we have a new washing machine arriving tomorrow morning. All right, uh, that's handy. Uh, because we need it with the baby, do you know. Yeah. We need to yeah. wash clothes nearly every day, nearly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Luckily enough, we're, we're sorted for that. So, so that's it. Um, shout outs. I go first. For Johnny does. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. Um, I I want to shout out our pal uh, Paul at <clears throat> Cody Hand Custom Creations. Uh, you may have seen during the week he sent us out a load of our logos that he had CNC'd and unbelievable and such a nice guy to do something like that for us. It really means a lot. It re- meant a lot to me to get that in the door. Um, it was just awesome and it was so awesome of him to do. Um, and he's, he's one of the most you know, friendly makers out there and he, he'll comment on all your posts or like all your posts and he just, he deserve. if you're not following him, he, he really does deserve it. He's doing some cool stuff with that CNC um, and he's a bloody hard grafter as well. So give, give Paul a follow. Yeah. I mean, what can you good say? Good shout. Yeah, absolutely good shout. You'll have to go and see it. Just, just to know what we're talking about. I mean, the guy made me a knick-knack Kit Kat, for fuck's sake. What, what more <laughs> can you say? Um, Johnny, do you want to shout someone? Yeah, um, mine is a knife maker. Um, he's Jonathan as well. He's based up in Athlone. Um, his Instagram username is JF... Hang uh, on now. JF underscore knives, K N I V E S. And John is a knife maker and blacksmith. Um, he's Irish. And the reason I'm shouting, I, I know him now with a bit, and I met him there a couple of weeks back, social distancing, of course. And um, I gave him some handle material for some steel that he had so that I could finish off this, um, this press that I'm building or not building 
I don't know why you'd put it. That's on my project list anyway at the moment. Um, so yeah, so he gave me a lot of steel, wild steel to make, um, you know, make up the die holders and that kind of thing. So uh, not only that, he's an extremely talented knife maker and he's a lovely bloke. <clears throat> um, young baby in the house as well. So a lot in common. But um, yeah, go give him a follow and give him a shout. He's he's a really nice bloke and good quality stuff that he's putting out there. So yeah. No doubt. Just have a look. Awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Take a look. Um, and mine is um, it's Phil Thompson from Darkstar, uh, Darkstar Studio. Um, we are doing a little sci-fi kind of geeky, nerdy kind of I don't know, like audio show together. Um, it's really good fun. Um, just, yeah, he, he's an all-round, like, just general awesome maker. Um, CNC, he does, like, all sorts of cool... Um, all sorts of cool stuff, like sign making. Yeah, He's just a lovely, lovely chap as well. I've met him, like, two or three times, um, various events. Um, so when he asked me to do this little sci-fi thing, I was, like, well up for it because it's me down to a T, like, a little bit like Red Dwarf, a little bit Aliens, a little bit um, Firefly, you, you know, you go for it. And, um, yeah, so I'm getting involved with that. So go go and have a look at Dark Star Studio. Or Dark... Yeah, it's Dark underscore Star Studio. Yeah, good show. Yeah, and, and, you know, just same as last time that you showed him. Um, no, was it was me. Oh, was it you? Yeah, he's, he's a good guy, and he... Bought one of my knives. So there you go. Oh, did he? You did? Yeah. yeah I nice just want to show him just because. Yeah, nice block. Yeah. Yeah, pe- people will know the name because they would have seen it when I shouted him out yeah. two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, so we've all done it. <laughs> well, high five. We need to make a list. <laughs> there is a list. It's on Instagram. Oh, fuck. I'd be fucked if I'm going fucking scrolling through all that shit exactly I've got a memory like a goldfish and if I like you like five days in a row then so be it <laughs> um, have we any other items to discuss um, no nothing no. no wash your hands and wash your brain at the same time yeah, yeah. wash your fucking brain that's a good one don't yeah. be a dickhead yeah Take um, a little bit of advice and think, does that apply to me? Maybe. And then fucking ignore it. <laughs> Just do what you think. <laughs> Nate, where can everyone find you? Mm. Instagram. Uh, simply or Nate. And that's it at the minute. Yeah, Bespoke Block Designs. Um, Instagram. Like not on my website because I've got shit tons of orders to get through. So I don't have time to be putting stock up. Uh, I think I might become a firefighter in my part time. Like you know, in my spare time, uh, I'll be a firefighter. But most of the time, I'll be a maker, and that's how I'll make my money up. It'd be good. Be a fire starter, and then you could give Johnny business. No, I wouldn't do that. That's, that, that's, that's <laughs> ter- terrible, terrible. <laughs> and I am Wood Thornton by Alan Scanlon on YouTube. Instagram and the Facebooks and you can find us as a group at Make Your Own Way podcast on Instagram and on Facebook where you can ask us lots of lovely questions each week. 
So we'll chat to you all next week. Good looking Good folks. Look fuck <laughs> On the fuckery never ends. See, free morons. It's not. Him. It's not fucking natural, right? It doesn't sound right. Well, you're in the dark. We can't fucking see it when you're about to st- say it. <laughs> Stop shaking that bush. <laughs> oh, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs>